You're listening to Tahlequah United Methodist Church's Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy listening to the podcast and connect with us online at TahlequahUMC.org. May you be blessed by the hearing and reading of Scripture and the meditation on the Word. Have a good day. I want to invite you, if you saw the email and saw the uh, Facebook message, and the best I could get it out, um, I want to invite you to get your water ready. Because we'll, we'll go through that together, okay? Just have it ready. Uh, trust me, okay? So there's a, CS, there's a C.S. Lewis quote that reads, You can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending. I'm going to say that again. You can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending. Church, I believe with all that went on this week, we have an opportunity to write a beautiful, beautiful ending to what's coming. But we're called to usher that in. We are called to be ushers of God's kingdom here and now. We are called to put on our boots and our hats and, and to go to work and not just sit idly by. So with all that's gone on this past week, it, it, I think it's great to look at the beginning and remember Jesus' baptism as well as remember ours. And I think this will help set uh, us in the right direction, point us to the right um, future with hope where we say no to hate and violence, where we actually live into that call and that commandment that God has for us to love God and to love our neighbor with our whole selves as we surrender to God's will and not man's. We need hope. And what a better way to talk about how our need for hope than remembering our baptism and remembering that call that Jesus has for us that starts with his baptism. And so I invite you to open yourself up at the reading of Scripture today and see where God may be speaking to you. And so if you would, open your Bibles up to the Gospel of Mark, chapter 1, verses 4 through 11. Listen to these words. John was in the wilderness calling for people to be baptized and to show that they were changing their hearts and lives and wanted God to forgive their sins. Everyone in Judea and all the people of Jerusalem went out to the Jordan River and were being baptized by John as they confessed their sins. John wore a cloth made of camel's hair and wore a leather belt around his waist. He ate locusts and wild honey. And he announced... One stronger than I is coming after me. I am not even worthy to bend over and loosen the straps of his sandals. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. About that time, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee, and John baptized him in the Jordan River. And while he was coming out of the water, Jesus saw heaven splitting open in the Spirit like a dove coming down on him, and a voice from heaven said, you are my son, whom I dearly love. In you I find happiness. 
This is the scripture of faith for the people of faith. Thanks be to God. <laughs> Jesus' baptism story. It's interesting on this Sunday that that's what this is, giving all things considered with the world. But it's a new beginning for us. It's, it's how we kind of restart. It's kind of how we reorient our years, isn't it? And so like all the things, if, if we truly repent of our sins and look at ourselves, we have to look at ourselves. It's easy to look at others and talk about other sins, but we have to look at ourselves and see where we have fallen, fallen short, and we need of God's grace in our lives. And when we surrender ourselves to remembering our baptism, we remember that forgiveness of sins that God gives to us without cost other than just surrendering ourselves to God. And how often have, have we in this past, you know, whatever times is the last time you really asked for forgiveness, have, have, have we fallen short of God's grace? Because I know I have. And I'm in need of it. I know there have been times where I've not lived into the baptismal vows of the United Methodist Church, and dear Lord, I'm sorry. I thought about that a lot this last week. I thought about how our call is to love our neighbor, to love God with our whole selves. And sometimes loving our neighbor stretches us and pushes us to places we don't want to go. Or it calls to us maybe the fact that maybe we're a little scared and we're afraid. And then, so instead of trying to live into it and learn about it, we demonize it. And maybe we don't like the outcome of what's going on in the world. But instead of living in the reality and striving to be the hands, feet, and heart, we strive for another reality, one of hatred and violence. That is not the way of Jesus. The way of Jesus is love. And I see it in this story. I have to admit, when looking at it, and I think of the story, I, I think of Jesus, like we, we imagine it, Jesus being baptized by John, and the moment that he comes out of the water. Now, in Mark's gospel, it's a little bit different. In the other gospels, you kind of have this, like, everybody sees it uh, experience. But in, in, in Mark's gospel, it's a really close personal thing that only Jesus sees it. And as Jesus comes out of the water, uh, the, the heavens open up, and, and you kind of see, like, this chorus of angels and, and everything. At least this is the way I'm seeing it. I know it's not in the text, but this is the way I see it. But like, I, I see the heavens open up and, and Jesus is coming out of the water. And if you've ever baptized, been around someone who's been dunked in the water, it's this gasp of air that they come up with and like, <gasps> and as Jesus is coming up for that gasp of water, God says, this is my son with whom I find happiness. I dearly love. And I really should have read that next verse, because if you notice, and this is the way it is with our baptisms. It's not once we're baptized, everything's great and everything's peachy keen. Rubber hits the road at that point. And in verse 12, Jesus takes off and goes into ministry. And from there on in the Gospel of Mark, Jesus is always doing the Jesus things, sharing God's story, sharing love, and caring for those around him. We can learn from that. We, as people of faith, we have to look at ourselves first. If we're going to change the world, if we're going to make this a better place, if we're going to talk about the injustices and sins of the world, we have to look at ourselves first and ask ourselves, are we fully doing all the good we can in all the places we can and at all the times we can? 
Are we fully submitting ourselves to God's will, or are we just being focused and centered upon something that we want? Because let me tell you, the two are probably different. And when we surrender ourselves and let ourselves go, we hit the ground running by the force of the Holy Spirit. And it leads us and guides us out of the wilderness for that transformation to occur. Church, I have hope. <laughs> it's a little hard right now, I'll be honest with you. With all that's going on, it's hard to have hope. But I do because I trust God. And that's what it means to faithfully follow Jesus, is to put your whole trust in him. Even when it's not easy, even when it seems like it's the end of the rope, we have to trust Jesus and we have to follow him. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And it's our calling to share love. That's not easy. You're going to fall short. It's going to be hard. It's going to stretch you. It's going to ask you to think about those things that you once held on to. And maybe it's going to ask you to let go of those things. But when we surrender them to God and we let God have it and let God be in control, we are led by the Spirit and God will do amazing things through us. What happened on Wednesday was wrong. Lives were lost. Violence happened. We have to name that. We have to name the white supremacy that was evil and the injustice that happened and occurred. But we also have to look at ourselves and ask ourselves, are we following Jesus? Are we obeying what God commands of us? And so I challenge you to think about that and ask yourself, like, I think it's time. This is a great time for us to remember those baptismal vows that we took whenever we took them whether it is as a child and maybe we don't remember them because we were a child, or maybe as an adult. I think it's a good time to look at those vows and remind ourselves what we are truly submitting ourselves to. And so I invite you to think about these. And as we think about these and wrestle with these, If you need to ask for forgiveness, do it. And say, God, I repent. I'm sorry. I'm going to do better. And strive to do better because this is a journey. Our faiths are journeys. It's a journey towards God. And in that journey, yeah, you're going to fall along the way. But here's the great thing. God is there with you and hasn't given up on you. And so, yeah, we have work to do. There's peace to be had in this world. And yeah, things seem a little bit hopeless, but you know what? Because of my faith in God, I'm a little bit more hopeful. And yeah, even with all the things going on with with our beloved Barbie, I still have hope. And, And yeah, when it seems like the world was crushing down, all I kept remembering is to have hope and faith and love in Jesus. And it doesn't matter that everything will be all right in the end. And it's not our will to be done. It's God's will. And we're called to surrender ourselves 
to love. And that's hard. But I have hope that we can do it. And we don't have to make big splashes. We can do small things. Because I believe in mustard seed things to change the world. And so I invite you to think about these baptismal vows. And I want to look at this first question. First question. (laughs) I want us to think about this first question. Do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness and reject the evil powers of this world and repent of your sin? I'm going to ask that again. Do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness, reject the evil powers of this world, and repent of your sin? Hold on to that for just a second. So do you? The correct response is, I do. Now do it. The second question. Do you accept the freedom and power God gives you to resist evil and justice and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves? Do you accept the freedom and power God gives you to resist evil and justice and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves? Do you? Now do it. The next question. Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior, put your whole trust in his grace and promise to serve him as your Lord in union with the church, which Christ has opened to people of all ages, nations, and races? Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior, put your whole trust in his grace and promise to serve him as your Lord in union with the church which Christ has opened to people of all ages, nations, and races? The correct response is, we do. Now go do it. And I want to invite you in this time and space to get your water ready as we pray this prayer over the thanksgiving of our water. So get your water out. And I want you to hold your hand over the water. And I want you just to pray with me, and there'll be a prayer response for you all as well on the screen. So pray this prayer with me. Eternal creator, when nothing existed but chaos, you swept across the dark waters and brought forth light. In the days of Noah, you saved those on the ark through water. After the flood, you set in the clouds a rainbow. When you saw your people as slaves in Egypt, you led them to freedom through the sea. Their children you brought through the Jordan to the land in which you promised. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Tell of God's mercy each day. In the fullness of time, you sent Jesus nurtured in the water of the womb. He was baptized by John and anointed by your Holy Spirit. He called his disciples to share in the baptism of his death and resurrection and make his disciples of all nations. Declare his works to the nations, 
his glory among all people. Pour out your Holy Spirit, and by this gift of water, call to our remembrance the grace declared to us in our baptism. You have washed away our sins and clothed us with righteousness throughout all of our lives. Dying and rising with Christ, we may share in his final victory. All praise to you, eternal creator, through your son, Jesus Christ, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns forever. Amen. I invite you in this time and space to remember your baptism and be thankful. And I invite you that as you touch the water, that you remember God's grace and forgiveness for you and live into those vows that God calls us to. And remember this, that you are a child of God whom God finds happiness. So I want to invite you just to touch the water wherever you are. And I want you to remember your baptism and be thankful. Let us pray. Holy Spirit, come. Come and fill our hearts with your peace. Come and help us remember our baptisms and be thankful. And remind us that even though sometimes we fall short, you are there with us, calling us to refocus, recenter, to be renewed. Lord, I know you have not given up on us. I have hope for the future because I trust in you. Holy Spirit, lead us and guide us to be people of faith, people who follow Jesus, who shows us the way, the truth, and the light. And all of us gathered said, Amen. Thank you for listening to Tahlequah United Methodist Church's sermon podcast. We hope you have a good week, and we ask that you connect with us online at TahlequahUMC.org. Thank you, and have a good day.